Hello everyone, welcome to Binging 101. My name is Skylar Hunt. And my name is Sean Guzan. How are you doing tonight, folks? We're doing pretty okay here at the studio. This is our second time trying to record this. Yeah, because Adobe Audition is a lovely program that we love very much. <laughs> yeah, let's pin the blame on the program. Yeah, and me. definitely not on us. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> anyone else's fault but our own. Uh, spoken like true f- people in the entertainment industry. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about uh, Westworld, which is the show that we watched for this week. Yeah, we just watched um, it earlier today. Yeah, it we're going to be awesome. talking about a little bit of news first. And uh, then we're gonna get a double challenge going today. Yeah, I'm gonna challenge show to watch a. Sh- I'm gonna challenge Sean to watch a show. Sean's gonna challenge me to watch one of two shows today. Um, first, let's get into the news. Um, and before that, uh, we would like to thank very much our sponsor, King's Head Pub. Yeah, um, of which we spend so much of our time and money. Yeah, not as much <laughs> as we used to, but um, definitely, just definitely so, just a great place. Because we're so just stressed and destroyed by homework. Yeah, um, but you know, at at the end of each uh, long string of assignments, we uh, empty our pockets behind the bar. At King's, King's Absolutely, King said it's on King said <laughs> in the Exchange District in Winnipeg. Uh, check, check it out. It out. Good, good pub food. food. Yeah, good. Yeah, Sorry, we said the same thing. People yeah. love the bangers and mash there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just saying we got some synchronicity going. I should have yeah. said jinx there on you. <laughs> Mm. Oh, oh we're, lots, we're, lots of beers, lots of spirits. Because we, uh, it's because we did the podcast the second time. That's why we're doing such a good job on the spot for Kingshead. Fine purveyors of all your boozy needs. Yeah, local beers and all that. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, news. news. Yes. Um, um, Louis C.K. was the thing. Yeah. So, by now you probably have uh, heard about uh, what we're previously accu or sorry previously allegations and now been confirmed in his uh apology statement, statement whatever it was um yeah louis ck of course uh many specials on netflix i believe he won won an emmy for uh his louis. show louis yeah so the the tv that's the tv news aspect here is uh his he doesn't have any shows i don't think that were currently in production but uh fx has cut ties with him netflix isn't doing his next special it's uh, it's yeah, a whole Netflix canceled the special. It's a whole thing. I was, I was listening to, uh, I was just actually listening to the Bill Burr podcast earlier today, okay. where he was talking a little about. I was curious to hear what his opinion on the whole subject is, but I'm glad to hear that he he's like, no, it was, he was agreeing. He's like, this is this is wrong. It's not good. But he made an interesting point where people do seem to like jump at the chance to kind of basically blacklist anyone who's even remotely related to him. Really? So, I, I mean, that was his opinion anyhow. I think he has the same manager as him, so he has, like, his own special interests. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I, I haven't mean, noticed that. I, that was, I think that was just his personal, Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes Bill Burr's, Bill Burr's it, got the edge going. Uh, we're not quite as edgy as Bill Burr. No, um, I we, think we're quite soft. We, I just came from the eye doctor, too. and I was, like, crying there, so... <laughs> Like honestly, like they, Stuck a light I never, in your I, didn't, eye. I didn't tell you about this, but uh, they had to not out of like they sadness, had, right? Not out of sadness, but like out of like they had to put drops in my eye, and like they had to put yellow dye in my eye, and they oh. had to like put something right against my eye. Was, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, are you body are horror? You okay, body. Yeah, I'm just fine. My <laughs> my head my headache definitely didn't subside, even with two extra strength Advils. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> So it's probably just worse now because they stick in shit. Yeah, in your eye. I feel like it would have been. <laughs> I feel like it would have gotten better had they not stuck stuff in my eye. But yeah, um, it's interesting to see. 
Like, I think Kevin Spacey was the first kind of, like, TV example of this. Yeah. But, I mean, like, a lot of the examples that we've seen recently of people being outed for uh, sexual misconduct um, have kind of come from the film world. And it's yeah. uh, interesting to see that TV is getting in on it, too. This is not just, like, an isolated film no, industry yeah, it's kind the, of thing. It's, like, the entertainment industry as a whole. And yeah. uh, I've just... Uh, I mentioned in the first take of our podcast <laughs> that... Uh, I read a news story recently about very recently about how I think that the LAPD is considering launching a like full on investigation into the Hollywood entertainment industry. And I, I don't know how exactly because there's so much that's coming to light now. And we were talking about how. Like it's it's hard to hear all this stuff, but if it you know, if it's happened, I want it to come. We want it to all come out. So, yeah, hopefully this investigation can help a little with that, because clearly there's just something with the power dynamics mm-hmm. of people with fame especially in, in with people that have fame, they wield this kind of um, power. They wield power no matter what, because if you upset them and they say something negative about you, your career is ruined. So they can kind of get away with stuff. And that's why we're seeing all this come to light, I think now. Yeah. Um, hard news. Hard yeah, hard news. And uh, in lighter news. Lighter news. Um, new Super Mario movie coming out. Um, this was kind of... Not out of left field, I would say, because uh, there have been rumors for years about uh, Nintendo's in talks with Sony, for example, about um, putting out a Legend of Zelda movie or a Mario movie. Oh, man, a Legend of Zelda movie. That'd yeah, be crazy. I, I don't know that. That would be... He would especially have... doesn't say any words. Yeah. Like, Mario says, like, his, his like, woohoo Actually, and um, in the or what is, I don't know. Toad, what is what does he even yeah, say? Like, he Let's go! Bit. Yeah, he does that a bunch. Oh, thank no you one, so much for playing my game. No one wants to hear my terrible impressions. Yeah. This is let's not leave, what this let's, podcast uh, let's is Let's leave about. these. Uh, <laughs> let's leave it for Charles Martinet for both of us. Yeah. So I wonder, is he going to be the voice? Yeah. Well, Charles Martinet reprises role because he also does like things like Wario. We should specify. You should. I guess we should explain. Yeah. So he does all the voices of the Mario um, of the Mario characters, more or less. Most of them, I think. I'm not sure about Luigi. Go follow his Instagram. He he walks around like Comic Cons and, oh, and stuff. Oh, I love I love that. Holding stuff. his little figurines, being he kind used of to do weirdo. it on Vine. I'm before. I'm sure people see him and they're like, oh. There's some creepy old guy making, and then they go up and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Charles Martin. It's, it's, it's actually Mario. him." <laughs> yeah, it's poor so guy. Good. He's just he's just trying to make people laugh. And oh, <laughs> I'm just making up. This isn't actually a thing I know. I happened. feel sympathetic I <laughs> for Charles Martinet, even though <laughs> everyone probably knows who he is. And nothing has bad has probably happened to him. Ever. I don't know. I he seems that. like such a nice, nice man. Seems like a nice man. I follow him on Instagram, and I, it always puts a smile on my face um, to see his videos. Yeah, but um. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about how it was kind of odd because I, I mentioned that um, pretty much the only dialogue in Mario games thus far has come from Super Mario Sunshine, a GameCube classic. Um, you had that, yeah, that side character. Yeah, it right? had um, no uh, Sunshine had Peach. Oh, you're Bowser, talking about Sunshine, or you're talking Jr. about uh, Galaxy, right? And also like a few Super Toads Mario talking. Text. Oh, really? Like actual dialogue? Yeah, like actual dialogue, and it wasn't just like Toads like saying. Rah, hello! <laughs> I love the toad voice, Vinny. Sorry, from I was Vine drinking sauce. water and I was trying not Sorry. to spit all my water onto the microphone and my laptop. Oh my god, and just ruin both. <laughs> so, um, close call. But yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I don't want to say there are multiple Mario universes because it's not that deep. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's because they also have <laughs> the only interesting narrative that Mario has ever told, in my opinion, has come from the Super Mario. I don't. I think it's not even the games. I think it's just Super Mario Galaxy One, in which the character Rosalina has 
a tragic backstory about like her parents <laughs> dying so weird. and her being forced to live with the fact that she has no family. <laughs> and uh, wow, it's, that's it's, Mario Galaxy. It's said? dark. Yeah, it's wow. like she has to live with the fact that she has no family and she has to create this new like planet. And then like the little star people show up and then she's like, I'm going to be your mo- mother now. That's wild because like as for the other games, even like the one before that with uh, Super Mario Sunshine, like the hardest uh <laughs> like the most dramatic storyline was like, oh no, the villagers are covered in pasty actually, mud actually, stuff again. Um, oh no! <laughs> I think like I think like the hardest thing from uh, Mario Sunshine was like Bowser Jr. actually thinking that Peach was his mother, and really? like Bowser having to tell him that like, sorry, like you can't can't keep your. But mom. even still, it would just be like, and then there'd be like dialogue appearing on the screen. No one's talking. No, it was actually like talking, like English voices, even in the Japanese version. Oh, weird. It was like Bowser was like, like Bowser, I'm not sure if Bowser talked. Barbara. Peach, Toads, and Bowser Jr. for sure. Like you'd be like, give me back my mama, Mario. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. I don't think I like that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. That's why they never went back there, I think. Yeah. Um. And even in the new Odyssey game, like, it's just, like, short little dialogue. I'm not sure if it'll tie into Odyssey at all. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it is oh, done by yeah. Illumination Entertainment, who gave us such cinematic classics oh, as God. Minions and <laughs> the entire three Despicable Me series and Sing. I'm <laughs> cautiously what, optimistic because I... Lorax. I've heard Lorax is okay. Okay. Well, we'll give you that Illumination yeah, but Studios? Um, sure. Studios. One thing, the one thing that I do know that they do well is they market to children. And if there is one thing that Nintendo needs, it's marketing to children. I mean, they True. already do a good job because they already have um, like generational, generationally popular characters like Mario and Pokemon True. and Zelda. Um, Carried on for like, and, a long time. Yeah, like kids in the '80s were enjoying them. Kids totally. From the 90s are enjoying them. Kids from the 2000s are enjoying them. And now in the 2010s, I know my girlfriend's uh, little brother is super stoked that I play Pokemon and Mario. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, he, he thinks the world of me, and I think it's very Oh, that's very adorable. Cute. That's adorable. But, uh, yeah, I hope that uh, they give kids like him a decent movie and not just some schlock. Yeah. I um, it's I definitely will. not going to be for the adults, I don't yeah, think. It's, Judging it's... by that uh, stu- uh, movie house's uh it's not maybe necessarily going to be an amazing movie, but hopefully it's just not Yeah, terrible. hopefully it's something that, uh, <laughs> like, I hope it's good for the kids at least. Yeah. If it's good the for the adult fans too, even better. Sure. How did we, we got onto the topic of anime last time, I feel like, and I did don't remember we? how. I think this is going to come later. When did we? I forget how we got. I think the... it came from this conversation. We did were talking it? about Oh, right. Anime. Oh, no, we were talking so, about Amazon. No, this was the next topic. Oh, did I screw it up? Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Well, we'll we'll get there. So, Lord of the Rings. I'll just do the next. Uh, yeah. Um, in this is just very recent, but um, if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, uh, you will be as stoked as I am that um, Amazon is uh their what is it? Is it what do they call their uh their like, TV Prime? program? Amazon Prime programming. Amazon Prime can fire or something. I don't know. Sure. And um, on Prime TV. they have bought the rights to do a Lord of the Rings series, like a TV series, which is yeah. pretty crazy. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm just very surprised to hear this news. Um, it was rumored that, um, that uh, like the last time this was in talks for negotiations with other big 
uh, TV networks. They were Prime like, Video. They were going called. to. Uh, I think. I think based on the article, they said it was rumored to be about two hundred to two hundred fifty million dollars just for the rights to Lord of the Rings. So if that number's correct, that's insane. But mm-hmm. it does make sense based on. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, based on everything I've heard, the Tolkien estate is very, very uh, basically mm-hmm. uh, protective of the rights to the story. So that's why you haven't there's there's a lot of there's tons of books and stuff about and backstories and prequels. This isn't just stuff they're going to make up off the top of their head. There's an entire like universe. Obviously, he created and a lot mm-hmm. of different stories told in the same narrative and location that I'm kind of. I just hope that they actually use those stories, and I'm very surprised that they worked out the rights. But you know, we're we're talking about I don't know. I just I know HBO already has Game of Thrones, so they wouldn't pick it up. And Netflix, they've got enough stuff as it is. But it's like I just don't know too many amazing things from Amazon. I feel Maybe like I'm the, just yeah. I feel like this is a direct response from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, and that's the way actually they made it sound. Yeah, but um, and we were talking about Amazon originals, um. Which you know there aren't too many of yet, but we were saying the best. They're one kind of coming was what Man in the High Castle. Or Man something? in the High Castle. I've heard a lot of good things about that, and I've also I, have I haven't heard anything about the Tick, but I know that was pushed super hard. <laughs> I saw commercials. It looked kind yeah. of lame. <laughs> looked a little bit personally, lame. Um, but you know I, I won't knock it till yeah. I, watch I mean, it. Don't and knock of course, it till you watch it. That's and of course these phrase. are um, like I don't think these are in house. Uh, operations for Amazon. I don't think they have like an Amazon movie studio. I think no. they, I think this is all uh, sourced. I think you're right about that. Um, so it depends on who gets this production. Um, like it'd be different if somebody else got the production. Sure. Um, we were talking about um, larger intellectual properties with Amazon originals. Um, pretty much the only thing that we're getting stateside here that's notable to us or Canada side, whatever. Oh, I was going to make a joke about how you're stalking because you're stoked, you're stoking, stoking, stoking um, the flames, stoking the flames. I don't know. There's a joke in there. I don't know joke what it is. But... Joke journal. Um, yes. Thank you. Oh, thanks for reminding. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, the tick is kind of the biggest one because it used to be like a cartoon, I believe. Like where? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think tick huh. used to be a cartoon. Interesting. Um, Man, the High Castle might have been a book, and they've done some stuff for like. Uh, non-fiction ips they've done uh, a grateful dead movie long strange trip um they've done stuff with hugh hefner they've done oh great that really bumps up there yeah <laughs> i'm sorry that sounded like such a dick <laughs> i mean the man was a dick yep well, um, at least he had one the new yorker the new yorker also had uh the new yorker also has a series with them uh, you, you write the documentary series um but um, what's it called? What's the documentary series? It's about? like New York New Yorker Presents or something like that. Oh yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, yeah, they have some. I have, they have a little bit of. Like this could be good. I think it's a higher chance than uh, the Mario movie being good. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, considering I the last so. one was an absolute bomb. God, I hope so. That was a live action thing. We were, wish we could get that genuine response again. <laughs> you just being freaked out that this thing existed. Wait, which thing? That? The Super Mario. Oh, the, the Mario. The old Mario movie. Yeah, it came out in the nineties. Oh yeah, right. Um, yeah. God, I just can't imagine that thing would be anything but just horribly. Well, just oh, totally it's, it's like live action. It's awful. Bad God. CG and we. That's what we were talking about. Is that I guess I'd say we were talking about. 
you you <laughs> already know we take we did this already once but we're gonna do it even better this is this one's way better mm -hmm. screw that other take of the podcast that got ruined um well i just lost my train of thought good lord can you uh help me get back on the track um uh, yeah we, what were we just <laughs> short-term memory loss me too what was i i was on some stupid tangent and what was the thing we were just we were talking about um <laughs> oh, amazon prime anyway um larger ips sure, with amazon um yeah basically uh they have worked with some like the, the tick isn't huge the new yorker is the new yorker i believe they did all that stuff themselves though right um and i mean they pretty much have control over what happens um, and so would the Tolkien estate, but I feel like yeah. um, the only examples of like large fiction IPs that um, Amazon has worked with come from Japan, actually, um, which would be uh, the two that stuck out to me were Common Rider, and I, I think it's Common Rider, and um, Idol Master. Idol Master is a show about. Uh, those just sound like anime titles. Those are. Those are anime you know, titles. They just you just know it just by Id hearing Idolu it. Mas Idol master. No. Is that racist? Okay. No, I mean I like Sorry. the actual like <laughs> the actual like because that's the way they say it. And uh, that's also racist. Can we cut this part out? <laughs> nope. Too late. No. We're no. Not, we're not racist. We're just because like in the Wikipedia dick, like the definition it has like the idol master or it has like the Japanese title and then it has like Idolu. Mas masuta or something like that that's fine you're just trying to pronounce it that's um, not racist at all come on you're but fine. uh you're fine yeah um idol master originally like a series of games is just about like girl idols who are just um this is produced by amazon this is uh oh, no, a no, no, no. Though, right? it was a like, video game oh, and then it was is, an anime show was this a, but there was this a live action so you're are you and you're then this is a live action it's called uh the idol master kr the yeah. amazon show is called the idol master kr okay it's a live korean drama do you think that like the the budget though and like uh, of these know. films could rival anything like like the hobbit or those any of no. those lord of the rings films like like peter uh peter jackson just basically like went completely broke trying to make those films so i don't know i just i hope they can tell a yeah. small enough story to give it the proper i, I think just, i don't want to see bad cgi a, um, like i don't want to see bad cgi because they didn't have the money i don't want to see they give it bad least... acting because they tried to afford better sets i just want it to yeah. be like if you can't afford a large story don't tell a large story because yeah. you'll screw it up I'm getting super passionate about this here actually. yeah i <laughs> mean it I just it reminds me a lot protective. of westworld in a way yeah um which we will are we at, are we at the point where we no but like, I want to know but like to tie it back to what we're going to talk about later um Westworld has these fantastic sets they've got uh phenomenal CG work they've got yeah. oh it's like, incredible so their video effects are I wonder so good. Uh, I should know Sound where it's design shot. is impeccable Maybe I'll google that later yeah, but yeah let's look it up um but the point of like Westworld is that um like it's just shot in such the shooting is great the acting is great like everything's great about it it's such a huge story and they pull it off um, from the sounds of it, great Game of Thrones is like that too. Never watched Game of Thrones, of course. Um, but um, yeah, oh, I feel yeah. like Game they have is they have the budget shot. for that at Game of Thrones. But the thing about Game of Thrones, yeah, like they because they have such they have shots where it could basically it like looks like Iceland or something. Where I think they shots I I don't know if they shot any of it in Iceland, but like they have stuff where. It'll be like a desert, and then there'll be like an ocean, or like I don't know, like they they shoot everywhere, and that's like mm -hmm. as far as I understand, it's like one of the biggest budget shows 
on television at all because it's just like oh, every ep- every episode's like the budget of a movie almost like yeah like they need something like that to really make this convincing and i i just hope that they try to t- try to tell uh smaller stories within the universe i'm okay with that yeah. it doesn't need to be I hope this giant saved... crazy dragon yeah nonsense i hope you know? they've saved like some of their budget i hope they don't like drag out the story either but i hope they yeah, uh true have saved a lot of their amazon essentials dollars yeah. uh I hope they have socked enough away cash away to make this a really big thing. Because yeah. if they can pull it out, um, that I would, think Amazon I would, Prime surpasses Hulu at this point. Yeah, I would consider. Yeah, I would consider getting a yeah a Prime subscription if it's good. And they then would I'll, probably yeah. like sell it piecemeal too. Well, it's a piecemeal. Well, like if they piecemeal. just sold it as the like if you signed up for Amazon oh, Prime, I probably right, have access because right, right. I have Amazon Prime. So you can just do that. Eh? Um, that's, I could that's probably cool. sign up. I could probably see it. So you know. Um, if it's ever good and if it comes out, I we'll hope so. Watch it. We will simulcast it. I know. I want to know though, based on the. I, I was thinking this would be a good idea mm-hmm. um, when we were talking about it, but um, I think you should suggest. I know you don't watch like tons and tons of anime, but you said you no, did, I right? Don't. So I want to know. Yeah, once upon a time, I watched. I wanted assignment too, because then we. I want to yeah. talk about. Um, I just feel like it's so yeah. one-sided. I'm just, just. A barrage of television, and it's like, yeah. how can you possibly? I feel like watch for the first you have to few balance episodes, it, out. it works because it establishes, you know, where we are. <laughs> yes, but but um, so what do you think? What's did you have the time to come up with which one you think is the best one for me? Yes, to watch? and we will do that during my homework segment. We're gonna oh. do all the recommendations at the end. But, okay, uh, sure. I've already got a show yeah, in fine. mind that I'm recommending to Sean. Sean's gonna give me a choice out of two. Uh, right now, we're going to talk about Westworld. Yes. We watched oh, it earlier today. It's my favorite part. We got to talk about Westworld. Oh, West. Dude, this is the part where the theme song comes yeah, in. Yeah, where it's like it plays the same like piano roll music. It's so, it's, I it's love so, it. So good. The, the um, theme intro the itself, themes, too. But yeah, the visuals. Let's, let's hear your thoughts. Uh, I kind of already gushed a little bit about it, but everything just works. <laughs> in, exactly. Everything just works in Westworld, you know? Um, the sound design... Like, it's very subtle at times, but you need that subtlety to capture. Totally. It's just like... Pardon me. Sorry, yeah, I've been burping all this entire time, so... <laughs> this is the burp 101. The burp 101. Burping 101. Um, <laughs> gross <laughs> podcast. That was a st- stupid joke. This is the dumbest um, joke ever. I'm so sorry. Yeah, um... I can't get my mind off. He was of so that, he no. was so excited about Westworld earlier no, today, excited about and he like just unleashed all that into the podcast. And then I screwed up the recording. No, it's okay. Now. I think I, I, I can, can rein it back in because um, everything, like, just the small details are what really pulled me in. Like mm-hmm. the way that the re- they recreated the Uncanny Valley. Um, and for those of you listening along at home and you don't know what the Uncanny Valley is. A concept in robotics in which the more lifelike a robot gets, there is there comes a certain point where it goes from like cute like that Honda robot, you know that one with like the arms and like it picks up stuff and it walks upstairs. You're talking about like a robot prototype, maybe yeah. Like. like it's like it looks cute. It's meant to look like what a human might look like, but, but it doesn't. But it's far enough away that we're like, features. oh, that's cute because yeah, it's it got doesn't like a look visor exactly with like, like different human. LEDs in its eyes, right? Um, it's human shaped, but it's not meant to look human. Compared and then as we to begin to get closer to um, the more lifelike human things, um, 
there are subtle like facial movements and um, emotional cues that we are hard coded to look for in um, other people. In yeah, other right. People. And that's part of the the. So I hope that you've watched. I hope that you watched the first episode of Westworld, yeah. so this is all making sense to you. But, um, like we there just are talking about how it's the what's uh, interesting about the show is that, um, they just work in those little um, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Little uh, imperfections with the mm-hmm. with the like kind of, like they don't look like robots. They look 100 percent like yeah. Humans, they but look when they malfunction, like they just have these. It's the sound that they use in the film, like the little creaking sounds and yeah. stuff occasionally. Or, or like the way that the eyelid will flutter. Yeah. Either it's the CGI is amazing or the actors are also amazing, but I think it's a little bit of both. I think it, it must be both because there are such like tiny little things that I notice, especially when um, – uh, what's her name? That girl's father. Um, yeah, so he, he was... discovers that photo – um and then he begins on to the ground that has reality. a it has a i feel like i have to every time we touch on a part i want to just briefly explain what it is in yeah. case the yeah, listener hasn't actually seen it but yeah like he picks up like a little photograph on the ground that someone a, a, a guest of the park who um left behind is like a photo of this woman in front of like Times square yeah, or something and he just what right he just like stares yeah. at it all episode and gets yeah. like more and more malfunctioning yeah what confuses me is how the guests at these park would get something like that in there. I don't I know. I don't know how they interact with this world yet. Do they go into detail about that? Do they show um, the world outside? That's that was the question that was. Well, um, not as much as you probably hope. Okay. They do, but I think that's important because you don't want to introduce this whole. We we the reason. Like they want us to stay in the world. We can mm-hmm. stay and we can inhabit the world around it. That like the, mm-hmm. the, the employees and people who put together this world, their storyline matters, but they don't, I don't think they want us to see yeah. what kind of future. And also they spent so much on the budget of the show already that I think yeah. if they've had this like futuristic society outside of it, um, I don't want to, sp- I don't, I shouldn't spoil it. Yeah. Else, <laughs> but like, um, that is like, in case you, can realize I'm going to be watching this show. Yes. Later. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm going to be watching Stranger Things. Da-da. I'm going to be watching uh, Westworld. Not going to be watching Rick and Morty. Uh, probably watching. What was the first show? Arrested Development. Arrested Development. That's like a that's like a fun show that I'll put yeah. on in the background. It's a good. It's definitely just like a good like. Hey, you know what? I'm just, uh, eating some dinner. Or some let's yeah, throw, this throw it on. It's like so a little fun. Seinfeld. Yeah, it's oh, that show. That show is extremely funny though. Like it really. Oh yeah, gets, Seinfeld. Or. Uh, both. both, but both. in this case, yes, I was talking about Arrested Development. Yeah, I'm talking about my shows that I suggest. No, I was kidding. <laughs> so, um, so self-absorbed. Yeah. That was the that was like the biggest, like the coolest thing for me is that I could, um, just like watch for those little facial imperfections, especially when something was going wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that sheriff who just breaks down. He's like, bap, 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 bap. Yeah, and, and it I, sounds like a tape recording. It. It's so. And it's uh, it's just like I I love just every scene is so like just the area that they where they like test the the like robotic sub mm-hmm. what do they call them the the hosts yeah the hosts thank you yeah, yeah. what am I I'm blanking here but um and they just like sit them every like all these dramatic scenes sometimes with the characters who are real people versus the hosts mm-hmm. they happen in these like glass rooms 
and the person is just sitting there totally naked can you imagine being an actor acting that out too just being like completely totally naked, naked and sitting there having to act out this really intense scene and then stay totally still yeah and it's sudden. not and it's not like they're like sexless robots either they have genitals because yeah they got the whole nine yards they're they made out of this weird like white bone tissue which you'll see when yeah. you watch the you the opening the theme song yeah opening um did you uh but yeah yeah go ahead yeah because like they're uh in case you're wondering like if you're like using this as a litmus test uh if you're around small children or people who don't want to watch sex happen please do not watch this show it's not because like um, white as game of thrones but it's still pretty but like we you could see some guys shoes, uh bum while he was doing it to a <laughs> his bum his bum oh, you see much you see a lot more than that just just wait well i mean yeah you see tits and everything but like <laughs> they're called breasts Skyler hunts i'm sorry Breastesis. Your favorite is problematic. <laughs> um, Breastesis. Wait, did you, what did you say? My favorite? Is prob- your favorite is problematic. It's like an old Tumblr meme. Oh, <laughs> you and your old Tumblr memes. You're just a young boy compared to one year younger no, than I, I am. I didn't see that. Oh, did you see I it? I didn't see it. Okay, don't look. For me, it look. said like the G4, the office. Okay, don't. No, it's not Because I don't have my that. glasses on. I accidentally almost spoiled uh, one of my options. Yeah. So uh, for the, this the assignment for him later. But yeah. Um, yeah, acting was fantastic. I mean, I can't really speak a lot to acting. I used to be an actor, but um, like I can't. Well, I don't know. I mean, <clears> you can still. You some can of the shots were a little convincing. You know? But um, where they shot it, um, California. We looked oh, okay. Um, they shot then the, all the desert in California? in California. Well, yeah. Well, so I guess all they have like these mountain peaks and stuff. Those are probably CG. Yeah, then. it's like the Sierra Mountain. Or wait, like is that, is that, that actually in California? Did they have Sierra? those those like square looking mountains that you see yeah, in every western? Maybe I don't know. Is that in Cali? Well, I mean, I if you consider every western, like if you consider the history of like filming westerns and where you shoot a movie, um, like a bulk of them are done in California huh. because um, right. the government gives subsidies there. That's their big business, right? So they give subsidies to keep the business there, hmm. or else they would go off to Chicago or Winnipeg or. Interesting. New York. So um, maybe you might see a few more westerns. Back in the day, you probably saw maybe a few yeah. more westerns because well, of that, actually, then, because of the settings worked. And yeah. It makes me wonder. I'm just speculating. Like they do. Wildly. Like I mean, you see the same desert in an alien planet as a western. As <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. That's all because it's inside like the Los Angeles like film something zone. Huh. There's an interesting video. Um, I forget the man's name. His name is Tom something. He wears a red shirt and blue jeans all the time. But he um, does okay. a very interesting video about why all the sci-fi deserts you see look the same. Look the same. Huh. And it's uh, all because it's inside this zone of like tax-free or like you don't have to pay your that actors. Seems oh, it's no, it's because um, you don't have to pay the actors for travel time if they right. stay inside this little Cause, zone. Because every actor somehow lives in L.A. Well. <laughs> I but mean, no, I'm not there, sorry. That wasn't sarcasm. It's kind of true. Like, yeah, so many. Like, it's I like mean, if you want to make it, you have if to you want to make it in music, you move to New York. If you want to make it in acting, you move to LA. Oh, I don't want to do either of those things. Me neither. I, I mean, it'd be right cool, here, but like, yeah, I don't, I, I want to not go to those. I'm things. happy not making it to the big time and making it to the <laughs> medium time. Yeah, here comes the medium time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm jacked for the. Yeah, I'm happy for, for the, the medium time. <laughs> here in the medium time. Medium time. <laughs> um, Coined. Yeah, I'll leave. Been coined. I think it's the, yeah, Tom Scott. I believe that's his name. But I'll leave an interesting video about why the planets all look the same. 
you in should, the um, description. You should play a, a the clip that you want to from the from the episode there. Yeah, let's the um. Episode. We so this kind of ties into the sound design, mm-hmm. and um, the acting, but um. Yeah, I agree with especially the sound design too. The narrative is interesting because um, they tie the beginning into the ending, which is, I mean, it's overdone at this point. I would say, what? but uh, like book ending. Oh, I think it's always going to be ending. in fashion. It's it's, it's always it's in fashion because such a foreshadowing. It's a right. such a good narrative tool. Yeah, but um, they, I think they like, do it especially well here because it's only like an mm-hmm. hour apart. And I like I, in some ways it's nice when they do stuff like that at the beginning, hints to the towards the Although, end because it's like a little gift to whoever <clears> was paying attention yeah. right from the start. Although, um. Like, at least in, because they do this in a lot of series, and, like, if you can pull something, like, from the very beginning that was emotional, if you do it in time for, like, a big payoff at a certain point, Mm -hmm. like, if you take a certain piece of music from the beginning and use it as the final theme. Sure, yeah. Like, that can really pay off. Definitely. Um, I'm a big fan of bookend. Yeah. Shall we? uh, Yeah, let's uh, watch a little bit of this clip, or let's listen to a little bit of this clip. We're going to be talking about what's going on, what we like about this scene, about why it's such a good opener. Can you hear me? Yes. This is a naked woman. I'm sorry. I'm the lighting not is feeling so quite myself. You can lose the accent. Like the ring you lights. You know where you are. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I'm in a dream. That's She's right, there. Yours. You're in a dream. Numbly staring. Would you like to wake up from this dream? There's a fly yes. crawling on her forehead, which I'm terrified. Um, is relevant later. There's nothing to be afraid of, Dolores. As long as you answer my questions correctly. Got kind of like a correctly. little cut on her face. Understand? Yes. Good. It's like right on her eyeball. Yeah, oh. it's crawling all over. Um, that that's got to be CG. Oh yeah, reality. but it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> especially having light flash into my eyeball. No. Have something. But now she's that went from like a sci-fi, like kind of very sterile medical setting, you think of your and now just, she's in the old west. I love the sound of that. Um, the room they were Some in originally, clinical the room. Yeah, it's like just like, just like the like the low hum. That switches to like birds and. Light wind in the trees and the mm. grass. We can still hear like the, the so low hum of like a synth, and then it goes right into the piano, Daddy, which is very nice. You sleep well. well this scene is also wonderfully recreated. Set down some of this natural splendor. Yeah, because it's like it's like you were saying uh, <laughs> when we first were watching it. I feel like you're like, what is this? Some kind of demented groundhog groundhog day? <laughs> yeah, because they just keep getting murdered and then they restart basically. <laughs> yeah, but like. The way I think it's kind of deceptive the way they do it in the beginning, um, because. What do you think of the guests? Should I fade out the clip? You yeah. Mean the newcomers. Um. Like I feel I feel like. Where was going with this? In the beginning of the film, you said. Yeah, in the beginning, it was it's kind of deceptive because they seem like it's one day, when yeah. it's meant to be played out mm-hmm. in a week. They do or something kind like of interesting things with time in this story. It's like. I think I obsessed too much about that when I first started. I was like, mm-hmm. well, how often does the story reset? When do, where do the guests go? Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But I think we're just a kind of suspension of disbelief. They, It's such a mm-hmm. wide park that the idea, I think, is that they can set someone off on a different storyline mm-hmm. and set the guests off in different directions when they need to reset and have certain characters come back. But Yeah. This is, um, I was making a comment about it. it was, it's kind of like a demented Disneyland. Disneyland, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that is exactly what it is, it, though. That is is Walt Disney. Exactly. What I was talking about is. how this man, Anthony Hopkins character. Anthony yeah. Hopkins has the only Ford. lick of humanity 
Mm-hmm. Like um, the, wo- the woman that. boss. I just can't wait till you watch the rest of it. Um, he probably doesn't. I feel like he turns. Well, you should just uh, well, you'll you see just, just the character arc of all the characters. Um, but like um, yeah. So basically, he's, he's got some serious depth yeah. to his character. That you I'll get just say that much. um, basically this main cast of characters in Westworld. I believe it is, is it yes. called Westworld. This particular yes, slice they call it Westworld. So basically, yeah. um, this large company oversees. I'm guessing several different um, parks right. that they're called. Which is basically like these. I'm not sure if they're miniaturized, but um, the, wait, say like, that is, the, are the theme parks miniaturized? What do you mean, like, like oh, they is actually, Westworld no. actually very small? No, no. Okay, no, it's so it's not, actually like uh, a very big thing. How do they get there they, so fast? They are under. I shouldn't be uh, okay. Don't they, don't but, tell me. But I think you, you kind of based on the way they move around, they are underground, yeah. and you can tell actually from that one scene. Uh, I guess because you've seen the first episode, you don't really have an idea of the scale of technology, but they don't have quite that scale. Yeah. Like they can't miniaturize people or anything. Um, yeah. But there's um, a one scene where they're like standing on a balcony above and that's mm-hmm. what they're looking out onto. That yeah, is actually Westworld. Okay. Yeah. So they're actually in Westworld. That's yeah. interesting. In and below it, more or less, I think. They um, use trains to... Oh, sorry. I'll stop. I'll yeah, stop. it's all good. Um, <laughs> but... Spoilers. Yeah. Um, they also do an interesting thing with tilt shift. Uh, yeah, because they have like a navigation after the map first loop where the like story creators yeah, and the people who are looking zooms down. out. And uh, if you're not That's familiar cool with the scene. concept of tilt shift, it's like also called toyification. It's when you make something like look small, like it yeah. looks it looks like a toy. It looks like you can take a like a landscape shot from high above of a city yeah. or something, and it's this way of um, blurring Altering out the the, for, the bottom foreground and the top background, and just kind of makes it look miniature. Yeah, which is it's super cool when it's yeah. used effectively to, like, um, and that is like that. used effectively because it makes it look like it's very small. Like I didn't know until now that it wasn't just a very small. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought yeah. they were like able to transport themselves into. I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's fair. You'll yeah. It's still early. Yeah, I mean, it hints at a lot of um, interesting plot things, like um, like oh yeah, I was talking about the plot. Basically, you got like this cast of characters that um all very dynamic characters very dynamic humanoids mm-hmm. that are actually just like robots mm-hmm. and they keep creating more but there's like a bug in their programming they have to go in and fix it um they have yeah. to like figure out what's going on they think it's these like the brand new code that walt disney has added in <laughs> walt disney ford um, uh, so you got I walt disney his first name but yeah, ford his name is ford they call him ford. um or maybe a call back to henry ford i don't know um, but you got Walt Disney, who's like the old guy. You f- you see very little of him, but he's very attached to his creations, I think. And he even mm-hmm. like spends time with his um, like old, like old, old creations. Yeah, the second earliest yeah. uh, one they created, just this guy, the uh, Bill or whatever. Yeah. And I think he's this. I think he's like old the bar mu- cowboy. He's the second Telling stories with his mustache and stuff. Yeah, he's got the second. He's he's the second most existentially terrorizing character because <laughs> he's talking about how uh, their society has progressed to the point where they have nothing left. Yeah, what did he do. say? Well, yeah, wh- I can't I can't remember. We just we're done. That line, yeah. He's like, we're finished. Uh, we've sh- finished. We're done. So you need to um, allow me the occasional mistake because pretty much they're perfect. And he was talking about how basically the entirety of humanity is based upon mistake like we yeah. evol- evolving just evolution in general is is literally mutation mistakes mm-hmm. in your genetic code leading to either natural selection or positive 
uh, transformations where like, oh, I have yeah. this new characteristic that's shown itself. Sorry, I'm getting very sciencey here, but yeah. I just thought that was really cool how he's like, well, you wouldn't exist if it weren't for mistakes. So let me make a fucking mistake. <laughs> yeah, that I was basically he laid down dialogue. the law in his like very like literature-ish. I, I love the lit dialogue here. Eloquent dialogue because they have a lot of like lit dialogue. Lit literature. <laughs> oh, um, lit. Where, I like, thought this dialogue like, even, lit. Even, <laughs> dialogue's lit. And like I even thought. when the father whispers into her ear when he is okay so you got um the woman and her father violent delights have violent ends yeah and then she whispers something else into him but that was a previous memory because he had served more than just this woman's father he was was uh, a sheriff and he was a professor turned cultist and cannibal yeah the i i find that's one of the most interesting thing about the show is when they're like oh we have a such and such storyline i just it's like a video game to me because i'm like oh I want to know what that mm-hmm. storyline is, but you won't. Yeah. You don't get to explore all of them. I'm surprised it took a them a lot. Story, I mean, but. I'm surprised it took. Like, was this show successful? Did a lot of people oh, talk yeah. about the show? Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. It's. Uh, I'm glad. I think I it's, like it's see, successful like and pro- profitable, but it's big good projects do yeah. very well. I I think um, you know, it's like even when Game of Thrones was in its first season, it was really good, but people weren't talking about it nearly oh, yeah. as much as they are now. But it still has, yeah, it's a huge following, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that, I can't remember, is it HBO? Yes. Yeah, it's HBO. It's HBO, of course. It's. Um, how can they afford How can they afford this and Game of Thrones? And, like, Boardwalk Empire. And everything else that they do. It's yeah. insane. Because cable prices are jacked. Wow. Um, it's wild. Wild and out. Wild West. Um, but, yeah, you get, like, a few interesting science characters. Like, you get um, someone who's poised to take over the upper management from Walt Disney Bernard. as a woman. Oh, wait. Oh, you're talking about... Oh, okay. You're yeah, the woman. She's more like name. a PR... She, she strikes me as a yeah, little bit more PR. She, she's kind of like the uh, mitigator between the board of... They're like board of directors and the creators and designers, basically. Mm-hmm. It's... I, yeah. I, I think... Um, I just can't wait for you to watch more of it as well and to talk about it, but... I really, I really like this show because it explores the idea of like, it's like a meta dialogue on the idea of storytelling because mm-hmm. they're telling stories within the park and they're arguing lots about what's the best way to um, get their customers to like yeah. enjoy the experience. But while you're watching this greater storyline of everything happening, it's just like this very meta conversation about what what good storylines are yeah. and you know how much safety and how much do you got to like. Um, soften up the story for people for them to really enjoy it and get something out of it. So it's, yeah, it's really like cool. I feel like this is good for any. Like this show is good for anyone, but especially this show is good for a creative, totally. especially when you think about dynamic storytelling. Absolutely. Um, because you see that guy's like so hyped up. He's like he, the man's gonna deliver his speech, and then some jerk face guest shoots him before he's done his speech <laughs> yeah he's like oh i'm so PR ex- is like she's mm. like one day we'll get to your speech <laughs> yeah <laughs> that guy's a douchebag though yeah he he looks like one but it's like and also you have like this too. weird um <laughs> this weird rogue cow i'm not sure if that's like the security yeah is that the security guy oh the yeah, ellen musk the black hat the black why do you say he looks like elon he musk? looks like he elon look musk like Wait, the guy with the black hat? Oh, no, 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 no. Not the guy with the black hat, the uh, storyteller guy. Never mind. I was wrong. Oh, him. Storyteller okay, guy yeah, does I look can like see Elon Musk. Um, um, but, I thought, um, then I, but I think that that character is super interesting, uh, the really dark character. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I can't believe the, he gets, the beginning he looks scene. Like he gets such pleasure from yeah. just going out and shooting people. Even, like, the nice people. Like, yeah. He's such a 
black hat cowboy. Like I was talking about Sean, I studied uh, westerns for a mm-hmm. good amount of time in high school when I was taking a film class studied there. Studied westerns. That's so cool. I wanna yeah, well, because we were like talking about study westerns. It sounds awesome. We were talking about um, genre film, and the two that we picked were like the swashbuckling action adventure film, like Indiana Jones. Right. The one that really struck me more was uh, the western and how it kind of adapted to the times because the western used to be you know white hat means a good person black hat means it's the bad guy really i didn't realize that was like a common theme in... that's a uh, that's a common trope in westerns um which is why i thought that the black um, hat character whatever her dun, name's dun, dun. boyfriend clementine what was her name uh clementine i can't remember whatever, whatever that woman's name is who uh, gains sentience at the end um <laughs> yeah she uh dolores dolores yeah dolores. her boyfriend I say them, Dolores. I, I just like I'm just remembering now how much I love this show. And mm-hmm. um, quick reminder to everyone that the <clears> season <throat> um, is the, yeah, the second season two. is coming out in spring. So I hope you're as jacked for that as I am. And I am now because so that means because you said it's about ten episodes, right? That's Sorry. a good <laughs> length for a series, but that's like also ten hours worth of content. Is I think it's about first... ten episodes. Uh, ask is... her. We don't need to Google it. You you can yeah you can find out um, but yeah it's about ten episodes I heard yeah I'm um, looking forward to this and Stranger Things um yeah ten ex- exactly ten episodes but nice yeah it'll be Stranger something Things to put is on what uh probably about eleven episodes first season mm-hmm. and nine for the second so yeah, it's okay. about twenty hours of content I'd say yeah that's um that's uh gonna eat up your Christmas yeah, holidays Christmas that's for sure yeah <laughs> I'll have something to talk about at the office maybe <laughs> um yeah yeah um. I think, I think is there anything else to talk do you want to talk about anything for westworld um i, I don't want to say anything else uh except uh you seem to be very perceptive as to like themes and stuff i mean yes we've been discussing it so that's probably helped yeah. but just keep keep watching pay attention um, yeah there's some great twists and some really just cool stuff and they have even the second mm-hmm. there's some characters that like major characters they haven't actually introduced in the show yet mm-hmm. so and um, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I think the one the last thing I want to talk about is themes. Go for it. Um, this, like, I'm not too familiar with, like, because I know, like, dystopia was a really big thing for a while recently with the Hunger, Hunger Games craze. Right. Um, which kind of showed, like, because our future stories used to be, like, all this, you know, oh, look, everything's shiny and great. Yeah, what's, and uh, wait, like, dystopia versus uh, utopia. utopia. Yeah. Yeah. So everything now, used to be utopia. And now and they're like, dystopia. oh, maybe it's going to be worse, actually. <laughs> now it's just kind of, like, gray. It's based on our current trajectory, our current political and <laughs> environmental yeah. climate. People are like, oh, maybe the future isn't going to be so great. <laughs> yeah. But it's not oh, like the boy. world's over anymore. Like, in the 90s, no. 2020, early t- 2010s, um, you had works like Fallout. Um, well, I mean, I'll talk about Deus Ex later. Um, Fallout, you had video games. Fallout um, video games are Fallout super video good. games. Check those where out. basically they just talked about how um, China nuked the U.S. because they were was that the story? In yeah, yeah. China nuked the U.S. and then they put um, the American government partnered with a company called Voltec to put right. all the um, like put a lot of American citizens in these vaults. Uh, especially selected American citizens been these right. vaults and then experimented on <laughs> horribly and cruelly. Oh, man. Uh, including, um, you know, killer plants, um, locking them in a very small containment where they had to worry about birth control and lots and lots of guns. Um, 
what are some of the more oh uh, my favorite like, one du- is like TV shows um, and films from that yeah you could like i'm surprised they haven't done anything filmic with fallout yet or they could do very i think it's because cool they do such a good series. job just oh in they the do show itself, absolutely or in the game itself that they don't need to yeah almost, like but. part of the experience in fallout is exploring these places like a vault i think it's fallout 4 mm-hmm. um I haven't played that. I've basically, been to, but I'm just too they took, poor to buy a new system. Yeah. They basically take a number. They, they partner with a middle school. They pull them all underground. They pu- pull, like, a very small selection of families underground. Right. They kill the parents and dispose their bodies. And then they basically tell um, these students made-up lies about how they're going to uh, go, up, go up to the overworld oh, and fix everything. Even though it's all irradiated. Oh, I can't. So, and then I, they I gotta play this game. do a bunch of tests on them. And I'm going to spoil this part for you, but um, they do a oh, bunch of tests on them. Much. Don't spoil too much. Is this like ending spoiler? No. This is like a side story spoiler. Okay. okay basically, fine, fine. basically it's a take on... Uh, <laughs> basically, they do tests on them, and they keep doing tests on them over and over and over again. Oh, okay. Like, they push them to their physical limits. Oh, that sounds like... Where there are only two conditions. You win or you die so they're child cool. murderers and then they have oh, to fun. study the ch- children <laughs> and then yeah, there's a whole different that, that part is. of it but um yeah fallout which is like complete dystopia you had hunger games 2 which is like uh, yeah. government taking control and zoning different things yeah. off and like i would say this is I think like nuclear war has already happened somewhere like in the middle between dystopia and utopia yeah and then you get a lot of gray things balanced in west you get things like um they is it Deus Ex? Is that the one with the woman who comes? No, Ex Machina. Oh yeah, yeah. That's got similar feelings to this. Yeah. That's you. When you deal with like robotic humanoids, it's you can't help but touch on the idea yeah. of AI going AI wrong. AI going, going wrong. AI going rogue like, is like very eighties, but like it's coming back. AI, it's coming back. Um, like that show show uh, humans on BBC One, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, that show's not nearly as good as Westworld, but it's also very good. So if you're interested mm. in that topic of style, of stuff, you should check that out it, as well. Because I think media like this is important now as we get closer scientifically to curing a lot of the important diseases like cancer yeah. and diabetes and um, basically preserving us forever. And um, for us to have the ability to modify our bodies in certain ways to yeah, give a us a competitive whole frontier like advantage um to the point where like the rich might be able to afford like this um new brain that will make you live for 200 years yeah where does that leave the global poor where does that leave the 99 percent? where does that leave um so many people will this be gated off by rich or will this um benefit all of humanity Mm -hmm. Um, what happens when we play God, when we create our own humans, when we create yeah, um, it's, things that have sentience it's good and then that, we control like, them? Is that slavery? Is that... Yeah. Oh, it's so... These it's, are, <laughs> I've been saying mm-hmm. like on and on about how like TV and films lately like keep trying to make me feel bad for robots. It's like, are the robots making films? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I slowly... Maybe the being... robots are already here? <laughs> Who knows, eh? Um, yeah. I guess we should uh, get to that time of the day where we do your homework uh, and, and my your homework, homework assignment, assignment. Yeah. so uh do you want to go first yeah sure so um sean and i were talking a little bit about anime earlier um i used to watch 
anime, which I'm guessing you're probably familiar with there, the terms. Right? Um, it's yeah, it's some stuff definitely you really enjoy it. Weirder than American <laughs> TV. I can get into that. That's all right. I wouldn't. I'm hesitant to say weirder too because it's just part of their culture, right? I just want good story. That's um, I, I, I'll take it in any form. If you want a you good know? story? Yeah, I feel like if you want a good story, um, maybe not. Like this is they have different genres where um, mm-hmm. story isn't uh, such a crucial feature. Called sl- there's one called slice of life, which is basically it takes like a slice of somebody's life and it's just like this is what happens during their day and it's goofy and it's wacky and yeah. you know it's a little bit perverse sometimes. But because um, like <laughs> yeah, Japan has is. this whole different. Like yeah, the J- we, Japanese society has a whole, this whole thing different to concept about uh, sexuality and stuff, where it's like very restrictive, but also their media is like somehow like a little bit looter than ours. Somehow repression just lures this like total insanity out of people. Sometimes, yeah, I, get, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I read a like quote somewhere. I was like, "Get trapped on an island for like thousands of years, and I would do this kind of shit too." <laughs> Fair um, enough. So what's the what's the sh- what's the show then? This show is called uh, "The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya." Okay, please write that down for me because yeah. I barely know what you just said. Yeah, I will. I'll text it to you. <laughs> okay, um, But um, basically, um, this show is about... This isn't a spoiler, but um, it might as... It's kind of... I've already told you about it, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, there, Harty Suzumiya is God. Oh, okay. And this she's one. in a club to discover the mysteries of the world. She doesn't know she's God. But um, she's looking for aliens, like spiritual beings, and time travelers. That sounds cool. I'm and, already in. Yeah. I she so has in. no idea that they're all in her midst, and a regular guy gets caught in the middle, and he plays straight man to all the dumb shit that happens. Straight man. And they have to make sure that she doesn't destroy the world, because they're invested Naturally. in keeping it. It's anime, so the yeah. world's going to get destroyed one way or another, right? Yeah. Um. Cool. That's yeah. You'll so have yeah, to write watch, that down for me. Um, I'll I'll watch the first episode. I'll uh, send you the first episode because it's. I don't even. I think it's. Maybe on Funimation's. Not Netflix website. It might actually be on Netflix. I'll find a way to watch it. Oh, actually, quick nudge mm, nudge. Mm, kind of want to retract my statement. Because I just oh. remembered a different show. Okay, we're running out of time, so give me. Okay. Um. Do you want do you want the god destroying the world show or do you want um think, the I, girl playing a boy so that she can pay back money for a vase she broke show? Oh god, no, I like the first one. Sounds yeah. way better. Yeah. <laughs> Trust is the me, other one is, funnier or the other one's uh, probably like not I wouldn't say on par, but it's like just as good. I like it just okay. as much. Well, I think I'm gonna go for the the, yeah. the girl who doesn't know she's God. That one sounds yeah. pretty cool to me. It's called the Melancholy of Hardy Susan Mia. Uh it's got a it's got a I, I actually, because you can almost take the episodes out of sequence, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I kind of want to do the school festival. I think that was like the first episode, actually. It was the first episode, because the thing about this show, it has a chronological order, but it was not aired in chronological order. It was oh, aired out okay, of well, order. Okay, well, I'm going to watch it in the order that it's chronologically, because that'll Yeah, that'll it'll, it'll just... fuck you up. Because like the first episode me. actually comes like closer to the end of the sec- second season. And okay. But yeah, I'll sh- I'll probably like show you like the first one where like they have like a completely totally awesome just like jam sesh at the end. <laughs> and every, uh, it's super cool. Does every cool. anime end in just like a blistering um rock and roll jam sesh like uh, I like wish, a Bollywood I film did. with the dancing except in anime it's just like I wish it did. <laughs> Something I just love that. Okay, well. Um so yeah. <laughs> 
Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. We'll do it. First episode. And um, so the question, my my question for you now for mine is, is again, do you want comedy or a really good drama? Let's go for comedy this time. Comedy this time? Oh damn. Yeah. Okay. What was the uh, what was the drama option? Ah, <sighs> uh, I want you to watch the drama option now. But no, you, you, we can do the comedy. We can do the comedy. Yeah, because we, we shake should it shake it up. We did a few jinx you have like <laughs> you have some like huge long television shows to watch you need something to bounce out yeah so uh, i just want to watch something stupid this week so i don't know if it's stupid but. <laughs> oh I, it, I can't remember jack horseman returns yeah so this is the one i want you to watch this and uh it's it's a good it's a really good is show. Bojack Horseman and it's Netflix kind of a drama exclusive? sometimes too. It's a dramedy. Yeah, it is. My girlfriend Netflix. loves Bojack, so this will be good. Good, so you can get to watch we watch yeah. some episodes. So let's uh, watch a little bit of this trailer here from Bojack Horseman. Yeah, if you don't already know, uh, it's set in a world where half the characters are animals and just have animal heads and regular arms and legs, and they don't really explain why. Uh, it's just normal, and there it's based around a Hollywood actor who's uh, like washed up and kind of a failure. And he's trying to put together his life again and figure out himself, basically. Name for so. a horse's Bojack. Yeah, I don't know, man. And the intro is done by uh, Patrick Carney from the Buckies. Just a quick tidbit. Oh, cool. Yeah, here we go. Oh, is it this guy? Oh, my God, he's got a gun. Relax, it's a lighter. <laughs> How much lighter fluid can I take on the plane? And before you answer, remember I'm a celebrity. He's an a-hole. You can already guess that. And uh why didn't you refill your bird feeder, huh? Yeah, who's a bird got a blow to get some cedar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember that joke. Never guess who's here. Bojack Horseman. He got a little fatter, but it's definitely him. Why so gloomy, Oh, and uh like me. What's his name from Breaking Bad? Please Jesse. Aaron uh Aaron, what's his face? Okay. What were we talking about? He plays like a just a, a total loser to type who lives so there well and is really generally friendly and nice. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Straight off your TV screens and into your shitty lives. Oh, hello. Yeah, he's not nearly as popular as he thinks he is, and it's like he'll never learn that. Hmm. Oh, that's a good. That's a good dog joke. <laughs> it was like a dog, and it was, it was a dog who said, "Someone at the door." That's like their their theme. The theme of the show is basically like um, little bits of like animal characteristics working their way into the characters, but just enough that it's funny. It's a funny yeah. little running joke all the time. Alison Breeze in the show. Aaron Paul, that's his name. Thank you. Alison Breeze. That's Alison Breeze voice. How did I not know that? Oh my god. I love Alison Breeze. Community. Why is, this is a long trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but that sounds uh, a little bit smash mouthy that voice. Yeah, I don't that's not the normal theme of the show, but I think you'll really like it. And uh mm -hmm. Um I'll save the other one for another time. Yeah, Bojack Horseman. That'll be uh very interesting. Yeah. I um, um I guess like this brings us to the point of the show. We got we got uh one more episode in this, let's say, season yeah. of our series, and we might take a short break after next episode. Yeah, we'll probably take a week off next episode. And uh, I don't know if Schedule I didn't Schedule might be that. changing. Yeah, I think so. And we, I uh, I didn't mention this before, I don't think. Uh, special guest, uh, the ultimate 
TV binger is going to come join us on the podcast uh, next Trevor. week. Uh, yeah, David Guzan. He's uh, <laughs> he's going to come do uh, a segment that I like to call David's top picks, top ten picks, and he's 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 just watched more TV than any person that I have ever met. <laughs> and that's a compliment because uh we here appreciate binging obviously binging yeah. one podcast think, look it up yeah i think wordpress the more media i consume the more creative like i mean i know that totally. like a lot of people as long say as you that, have the output as well a lot of people say that um like tv kills your creativity and stuff like that but i think also no tv cre- kills your creativity yeah i think that if you don't experience like different and forms of media. Yes. And TV is You don't know what's... First of all, you don't know what's trending, then you can't get a job. Um, <laughs> in our industry, at least communications. But. Yeah. Second of all, you need to... Um, I feel like you need to experience what techniques work, which techniques don't. Totally. Um, and and I think TV is also it. just different in general now. It's yeah. just... It's not... You don't turn on the TV to be mindless anymore. Yeah. It's like you're actually doing it because there's something really interesting going on there. You turn on the TV to be engaged. Exactly. That's what I think Netflix is really good at, and that's what I think the web is really good at, and I hope they don't take it away in the name of giving a lot of rich people money. No way. We'll talk about uh, net neutrality maybe one day. Yeah. So next week, David, and make sure you – David's going to come and do a a guest appearance, give you some suggestions for our little break for the next episode, and then we're going to come back, and I'm going to talk about – the show that I can't remember the name of. The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Haruhi Suzumiya. Okay. I did my best. And uh, Skylar's going to watch BoJack Horseman. And you can probably watch one or two. They're pretty short, 20 minutes episodes. So. Oh, nice. And we'll chat. Yeah, Haruhi Suzumiya is 20 minute episode too. So. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, beautiful. Alrighty. Well, thanks again for listening to the Binging 101 podcast. You Absolutely. Can check that out at binging101podcast.wordpress.com um, if you're not already there. Um, subscribe to our feed on itunes and um we should have a twitter up shortly yeah we will so you can uh i don't know what that twitter handle will be yet but it'll uh, probably be binging 101 podcast we'll put that up on the website as well but yeah it'll be up on the website it'll be up on the wordpress mm-hmm. uh, you can follow myself on twitter at skyler id s-c-h-u-y-l-e-r id mm-hmm. and you can also follow me sean guzan at uh guzan on twitter as well perfect All right, so we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for listening, and you have yourself a great day. So long for now.